what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. Today, I am set to be joined by Andre Moultrie of the Jacksonville Jaguars Country Podcast. And surprise, I'm actually a diehard Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I haven't mentioned them much on the podcast, maybe here and there. You could probably decipher that early in the podcast history. But yes, I'm a Jax fan. So of course, to preview the Super Bowl this Sunday, I had to bring in my man Andre. You know, he runs the podcast over there. You guys check it out. Jaguar fan or not, he does a good job. And um, I was so excited when he agreed to come on the podcast today. So here it is, our Super Bowl 56 preview show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, making his sensibly cynical debut, the host of the Jacksonville Jaguars Country Podcast, my man Andre Moultrie. What's going on, bro? How are you today? I'm doing <laughs> I'm, good, and thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's just been a long time coming. I remember talking to you a while back, and I was like, yeah, maybe you should come on the podcast sometimes. It's just, it hasn't happened until now, but I'm glad we can make it work. I'm glad we can make it work as well, man. We had a great conversation at the JJC, and... We're going to do yeah. the same here. Well, I feel bad. Let's let's talk about that. I feel bad because you had me on about a week before our last coaching hire. This is the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course. Uh, but uh, and I felt bad because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, um, urban this, urban that. And then we hired him. But I, if I remember, I was against Urban. If yeah. I, so maybe, yeah, maybe I had some foresight, you know. But uh, I felt bad about what happened to, you know, to the franchise. You know, what's your thoughts on how that happened before we continue, before we get to the Super Bowl? What's your thoughts on the whole Urban thing? Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Urban. Um, I thought that you're bringing a rookie quarterback in once in a generation. And, you know, Shad Khan talking about new era, new era, new era. And <laughs> yeah. bring in a college coach that, quite frankly, had more power than a lot of coaches that's in the NFL now. Mm. And I'm just thinking, like, why him? Right. Like, he has a track record of always having some type of drama everywhere he goes. <laughs> and this is the guy that you choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's put that in the past, you know. But yeah, I like that. I like that um, thought process there when it came to, you know, the skepticism, I guess, or cynicism, <laughs> for a better <laughs> word, for a better word, <laughs> cynicism here on the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's just the past, you know. I like this Doug Peterson hire, but we can save that for the, for the latter part. Let's talk about uh, Super Bowl this week. What is it? Super Bowl 50 something? What is it? I think it's um, like 56 or something. Yeah, I think it's 56. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. So we have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Los Angeles Rams. First off, before we even dive into the details, what's your initial thoughts on this matchup? Rams are going to blow them out. That was my first initial thought of it. It's going to be mm -hmm. ugly. You still think that way or have you pedaled or backpedaled since that first Thought. I have backpedaled since that thought. And I and I thought about it. I didn't expect the Bengals to beat Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that that shocks a lot of people. My uh I have family in Kansas City, my brother, sister-in-law, obviously, and everybody up there. I felt so bad for them. They're Chiefs fans, but I was like, eh, kind of I kind of saw it coming. I kind of saw the Bengals as like a sleeper team, but I didn't think that they would come like so forward as far as progress, you know, so quick. I mean, Joe Burrow over there, the champion quarterback for what was it LSU yep and he's kind of he's kind of doing what I hope Trevor Lawrence does for the Jags is 
pick up a franchise that was dead in the water. Let's be real. Zach Taylor mm-hmm. over there. I remember didn't they, didn't they didn't they go winless in his first season? Either um, that or one loss. It was something miserable. Yeah, it was like one or two wins. Or they even lost yeah. to us. I, they even lost to us. I think a couple years ago. But yeah, something like that. So I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think the Rams are probably they're obviously favorites. I mean, as they should be, you know, Matt Stafford over there, Odell, Cooper Cup. I mean, you can go on and on and on. Exactly. But, but Andre, I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati hangs around, bro. This is where the backpedaling started, right? Mm-hmm. I looked at Kansas City, and the only reason why I thought the Bengals don't have a chance, I saw what yeah. Chris Jones did mm-hmm. to, I think, their left tackle or inside lineman. He turned them around 360 as he swung past them. And my first right. thought was, if Chris Jones can do that, imagine what Aaron Donald is going to do. <laughs> it's true. That's and true. I, and I thought that, and I thought what Aaron Donald said in the fourth quarter against mm-hmm. the 49ers, and they didn't score another point. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Jimmy G scored a touchdown, made it 17-7. Right. And then all you saw on the sidelines was he huddled up everybody, the whole mm-hmm. defense. And I don't know what he said to them, but the 49ers never scored another point. So my initial thoughts was, if he gets into that mode... Watch Bengals, out. Yeah, watch out. Because the Bengals had already given up nine sacks to Tennessee. Rams is top five in sacks. So Yeah. Well, let's not underestimate how good Jamar Chase is. I don't think he needs too much of a of a breathing room. But Ramsey's going to try to shut him down. So that may, that may bring up... But I mean, if you look at the... I did a little bit of research for this... Because I don't know too much about the Bengals. I know about the our other cats, <laughs> our cats. <laughs> but uh, I didn't realize until I did a little research earlier today that the Bengals have three receivers that helped, that had over 800 yards receiving. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and I think Boyd. I don't know the guy's first name. But all three yeah. receivers had over 800 yards. That's consistency that I didn't know that they had. And I don't even think, I don't even think Zach Taylor knew they had all that training camp. Maybe I'm wrong, but. I, I will say last year, and I've watched the game, it was against the Browns, before he tore his ACL, he showed a little bit of something because he kept throwing the team. No, 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 no. Oh, I was going to talk about the receivers, but you're talking about you're talking about Joe Burrow? Yeah, I'm talking about the receivers as well. Oh, okay, okay. You saw the chemistry he had with uh, T. Higgins and with um, Tyler Boy, and um, he was giving them the ball. When he found out that Tyler Boy was his possession receiver, mm-hmm. he was getting six, seven catches. And when they asked for Jamar Chase, everybody thought they needed a lineman. But as we're looking at it, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be a high-scoring matchup. the The question it the question is: Can is it only going to be high-scoring for the Rams? <laughs> yeah, I didn't and say it was going to be high-scoring for both teams. I just said it's going to be high-scoring in general. I think I think it could be like it could be like fifty to like ten. <laughs> I I hope not. I can see I can see the Bengals pull this off because wait 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 wait. I thought you said that I thought oh you did say you're coming around so you, yeah, that must I'm, be a I'm gonna pick the Rams. But oh. if I do see and I could see this happening for Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. They are on a they're playing with house money at this point. This is a this is a rebuild year for them. So they right. really don't have the pressure that the Rams have after making all the trades, giving up all the first round draft picks mm. and 
picking up Matthew Stafford yeah. to win the game. And mm-hmm. when you're playing loose, you never know what can happen. And Joe Burrow's got the personality. He's got the attitude that can pull off an upset like this. Mm, and maybe Matthew Stafford, I mean, this is his first playoff goal. And he almost cost him the game against the 49ers with the interception that was dropped. So, yeah, I guess I guess we'll see what happens, man. Um but here's the here's another thing. You're right, House Money, because this is their first Super Bowl appearance since 1988. I was one. <laughs> like <laughs> I hear about stories, you know, Brimmer Sison and everything like that. And uh, my my personal favorite, one of my personal favorite running backs, Corey Dillon. He was that dude oh, back in the day. <laughs> I love <laughs> you know? Corey Dillon. I think he he gypped, uh because of him. Fred Taylor, I think, missed out on a Pro Bowl or two. But that's not. Let's not let's not remember those back back in the day. Oh, but uh, what's astonishing about this is they had their first playoff win this series since 1990. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like so, I hear what you're saying when it comes to house money. Uh, you know, they beat the Chiefs, which like we talked about earlier. Like, oh my God, yeah, that was surprising to me. The how Mahomes and their defense stepped up. So let's. You know, everyone's. I feel like that people are going to sleep on the Bengals' defense this game because everyone, and rightfully so, is talking about Ramsey, Donald, and company. But let's not forget the Bengals stopped Mahomes. You know that whole controversy with the overtime rules. They had to exactly. stop him, and they did. So let's not sleep on the Bengals' defense either. Eli Apple. <laughs> My the crazy part about the Rams is they have OBJ. If they didn't have OBJ, mm-hmm. I think the Bengals stand more of a chance. I think he's really going to be a factor in this game because mm-hmm. the attention is going to be on Cooper Cup. But o- OBJ is a monster in himself, and who's going to be checking him? Eli Apple. I mean, <laughs> that's not going to be pretty. He better. They better hope it's not a sour apple. You know, they better. <laughs> they better. They better hope it's a red apple. <laughs> yeah, like. The Rams, I hope Sean McVay learned from his first Super Bowl because mm-hmm. when I watched that game against mm-hmm. the Patriots in the Super Bowl, yeah. it's the reason why I love football. What Bill Belichick did to Sean McVay mm-hmm. is the reason why I love football. A simple strategy that he played took Sean McVay all the way off his game, and he had no way to adjust to it. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about that then let's let's throw the super bowl away for a second let's even throw not throw air jacks but let's just talk about you <laughs> <laughs> let's just talk about you and football so you said you've been a fan for a long time of the game right yep. so talk about your history did you play did you did you just watch like talk about your history with the game um i watched a little bit i studied it i somewhat played a little bit and uh, <laughs> like in I high always, school or something or before high school and then a little bit in high mm-hmm. school but not much mm-hmm. um i've always studied the game and i became a i mean i learned football the first time i ever watched football was in 1996 brett Favre did a play action pass and he bombed it to antonio freeman i don't know who the receiver was for like 57 yards or something mm-hmm. and it was a touchdown but the way he threw it was so pretty like it was between like two defenders for a touchdown and i was hooked ever since funny you mentioned that because that's actually my uh my one of my family teams too so i definitely remember um those packers teams you know dorsey levens and mm-hmm. <laughs> antonio uh yeah antonio freeman who's the other one but yeah the Bubba old gun. <laughs> no, that was after Bubba. Bubba Franks was later. Oh, and, yeah, he was. Yeah, Dorsey Levens, Bubba Franks was after that. 
Um, but there was another, what's the other Antonio Freeman? There was another receiver, but they were stacked, man. The old gunslinger, Brett Favre, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about that, man. Yeah, me too, actually. And then, of course, um, you know, Brunel and everything. But let's not bore everybody. We have some non-Jack fans, so <laughs> listening too. So, you know, this this is, let's talk about, you know, uh, what's your thoughts on when the rule change, all the rule changes when it comes to player safety? Obviously, we're all a fan of, you know, some of the rule changes, but what's your thoughts on the ones now? Even if it looks like it's, um, you know, the helmet to helmet, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if it yeah. looks bad, they flag it. What's your thoughts on all those new rules implemented about, uh, was it five years or so back? Yeah. Um, the one rule that I wish that they would get back in the game is allowing corners to touch the receivers. Well, don't they have five? I, don't they have five yards? Yes, five yards. I think five yards ain't enough because back in the day, when you could put your hands on the receiver, mm-hmm. they weren't able to make an easy slant across the middle. Nobody wanted to go across the middle <laughs> yeah. because they knew that it was trouble. <laughs> Nowadays, I mean. A, per, a player like Cooper Cup, he does mm-hmm. one move, he's in the middle, you throw the ball to him, and he can do the rest. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, he's too fast for you not to try to put your hand on him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, today's game is kind of like they want to have more scoring, so mm-hmm. those things. But with the player safety, the NFL is in a lose, a win, a lose-lose situation because the game is physical. Like, you can't take the physicality out of the game. So they're trying to do the best they can so nobody can die on their watch. Yeah, and they're making so much money, and it's a business. So they, they're, in a, they're in a tough spot because as soon as they take all the physicality out, People will stop watching. They don't want to watch flag football. Exactly. So, so how do you balance? How do you balance that? And I feel like it could get worse because uh, once all these people retire from the '90s and 2000s, right. data will start coming in because technology's gotten better in the last decade or so. So these CTE results, like once these people unfortunately are no longer around, when these CTE results start coming, because you know NFL's not going around, going away. So it's, yeah. I'm scared that they may shut down a lot of it more because these. I'm afraid of these CTE results coming in. Not afraid, but you know what I mean? Like, right. As they should come in because it, you know what I'm trying to say though? Like as far as the game, it could get worse. Mm-hmm. It could, but the. And better I think the, because it's I think, more for safety too. So it's kind of that deal there, you know? Right. My thing is. Once they professionals, it's hard to stop the contact and the collision. I do like that they're starting to implement things as kids not playing peewee football as much mm-hmm. because you know peewee football is a little physical. Like it's, there's always one kid yeah. that wants to. <laughs> it's always one. Yeah, it's always that one kid. Right. That and, that and that usually the kid is like a um, a son of a like a former player or something and just or want to tear you know somebody up yeah or like their <laughs> grandfather was in the college ball or something right you know? <laughs> and um as they learn more they're finding better ways to lessen the effects of CTE because I mean mm-hmm. it's entirely hard with the way football is played right it's hard but I will say this I feel sorry for a lot of defenders because I mean what can you do is if you you in motion trying to hit somebody you have you to be a specific way you have to be some sort of genius and get right and get and have your hand there right when the ball hits the receiver that's like unfair but that's mm-hmm. what you got to do now if you're a second or so early or a second or so late they're going to throw a flag but here's something else I found. no go ahead i was going to say here's something else i found out um players don't want to play cornerback no more 
um, more players are coming up to be wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So I've been hearing that if you wanted to get to college, play cornerback because a lot of players are like, well, I mean, wide receiver, look at all the wide receivers we got today. You know, back in the day, you had two <laughs> great receivers. You were right. untouchable. Right. Today, people got people can get easily two or three. The Bengals got three receivers mm-hmm. with a possible four at tight end that they right. can go to at any time. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I'm excited about this matchup, man. I really yes. am. I am as well. I really am. So um, what's your thoughts on, you know, the history discrepancy? Like, do you think just history doesn't matter? It's what now is like, do you think it's just for media fluff or do you think there's something to it that the Bengals are one of 12 teams not to win a championship? Do you think there's something to that? I think they just had unfortunate luck. I I watched their missing rings, America's game, missing rings, the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the it was sad. It was it was sad. Mm-hmm. Um, they created the note. They created the fast paced offense that we use today. The no huddle. Mm-hmm. Sure. And um, they used it that season and only for Joe Montana to take away their glory. <laughs> that was the year. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other Super Bowl they were in. They faced Joe Montana again. Mm-hmm. The great Ken Anderson. And they lost. <laughs> Ken so, Anderson. Man, that's a that's a throwback. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> Not Kenny Anderson, Ken Anderson. <laughs> and yeah, I kind of, you know, I'm I'm gonna call it media fluff. I think the Bengals, this team is so young, they yeah. don't, they they know about the history. Yeah, they don't give it. Right they don't. Yeah, they don't give a shit. You know. Yeah, I mean Zach Taylor, <laughs> he young as well. I remember watching him at Nebraska. I'm older so, than him almost. See, I mean they don't. They know <laughs> what it is, the history, but they not. They just going out there and playing for real. Yeah, and then they're going against the Rams, who last won in '99 when they beat the um, but they beat the, they beat the Pats when they won it. I don't know, but they. Oh no, no, they beat the Titans, right? Yeah, they beat the Titans. Yeah, f the Titans. <laughs> oh man, but, I uh, that. that was uh, one yeah. of my favorite Super Bowls. Yeah, well, of course, anytime the Titans lose, right, Andre? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I hate them. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I hate them. No, yeah, yeah. As as all Jags fans should. Uh, but no, this is their this is their fifth Super Bowl appearance. So I mean, and the last time they lost to the Pats in I think it was 2018. Oh, so so I mean, yeah, this is their second in the last four years. So you could tell the history discrepancy is pretty apparent. And even though you know people would be like, oh, maybe they're Maybe they're sleeping on the Bengals. I don't think McVeigh sleeps on anybody. No. You see him on the sideline. He's he's ready to take names. Yes. <laughs> like, like, he wants to, like, take blood, not literally, but, like, figuratively. Right. And not only that, he's coaching a, He's coaching against a guy that knows him. Mm-hmm. And that's an advantage for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Zach Taylor knows what Sean McVeigh does and what he wants mm-hmm. to do. So Right. So let's get to our uh, Super Bowl picks before we transition to different topics. Uh, what's your what's your prediction? Oh, I'm going to go with the Rams winning this Super Bowl. Score? No, no, the score 27-26. MVP? The Bengals, the, the Bengals are going to miss a field goal at the end. Oh, who you guys the MVP? The MVP will be the running back, Cam Akers. Nice. Yeah, can't forget Cam. Oh, I almost forgot about him. Uh, almost. Almost, but uh, no. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Rams too. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with Stafford. I think Stafford's gonna ball out. He's gonna be. He's gonna be like, see what I did in Detroit, y'all. Y'all thought it was just Detroit. No, no, no. It's <laughs> it's for it's for real. You know, be I funny. Was- you know, be funny is if they show Calvin Johnson at the game. Oh, that would be funny. I don't that'd think he's crazy. gonna go, but if he did go, that'd be classic. That would. And then he come down there when they hosting the trophy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like out of nowhere, like there's no mention of him at all. And then um, I don't know who's got the coverage. Is a fox or whoever? I don't know who has the coverage, but uh, that'd be hilarious. Like, oh, hey, who was that? Is he a fan? Oh no, no, that's a Hall of Famer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, is that a fan on the field? Like, he's like a six eight fan. It's like, no, it's Calvin Johnson, Megatron. That'd be right. classic. That'd be classic. Um, I would love that. So, um, yeah, that it'd be a good game. So, before we get to um, our closing, Tom Brady retired. What's your thoughts on the goat, or do you consider him the goat? Um, he's he's. See, I argue with myself between Tom Brady and Jerry Rice. Um, I watched Tom Brady with my own eyes come back from 28 to 3. Yeah. I, I watched that. And not only that, I can tell you exactly where I was at when I watched it. Where? I was at a bar. You're talking about the Jaguar? You're talking about when we lost? Oh, no. When we lost, I was at home. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. So, recall, tell me about that 28 to 3. What was the game? And talk about that. It was the Atlanta Falcons. It would they I think Tom Brady had threw an interception for a touchdown. And then I think Matt Ryan scored a touchdown. So now it's twenty-eight to three. Mm-hmm. And the and the bar did not believe. They were rooting for Tom Brady. They're like, Tom Brady's gonna turn this around. The entire bar was not concerned about the twenty-eight to three. And I'm thinking like Matt Ryan is about to win MVP. <laughs> There's certain quarterbacks yeah. that I cannot see holding the Lombardi trophy. I'm gonna be honest with you. Some some of these quarterbacks, I just cannot see holding the trophy. And Matt Ryan was one of them. I just mm-hmm. I just thought it was awkward of him holding the the Super Bowl trophy. It was weird him winning MVP. So mm-hmm. that happens. And then Tom Brady on the sideline just goes psycho mode, and the defense does. And next minute, you know, they win the game. And I'm like, is this goat? Is this the goat? And at this point, he to go to quarterbacks. I, I can't argue that. He's to go to quarterbacks. Like, anybody trying to argue anybody else, it's just, mm-hmm. they're just trying to make a conversation. They're just trolling. Right. And, and for those that don't know, I mean, everyone should know the acronym, but it's greatest of all time. But in case we have some people that are under a rock, <laughs> it means greatest of all time. Uh, yeah, I think he's obviously the greatest um, quarterback. To say he's the greatest football player, I mean, you, there's so many. That's a different level. Jim Brown is who I would say. But mm-hmm. I think Tom Tom Brady is probably, I would throw him in there in the mix as the greatest player. Yeah. I like in the think. mix. Like there's like there's like some names, you know, like there's probably five names you could throw around. Yes. What about Bo, you know who, Bo, Bo Jackson could be thrown around? Athlete? Yeah. But player? No. You don't think so? No. I think so, he was a great, I think I can put him in there as athlete. Because he, he was mm-hmm. an amazing athlete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, it's kind of sad. Like when the media leaked it. That's why. Hey, I want to talk about that real quick. What's your thoughts on the on the whole Adam Schefter? Like, I think it's kind of out of control, right? There's no respect anymore. It's who's first, not who's accurate. Do you agree with that? Yes, I agree with that 100%. I think they should allow it to take course, but they want the views. So they get the views and the notoriety. 
You got to leak it first. You got to be the first to do it. And that's the problem. Yeah. If you're, if you're, it's like uh, Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. Exactly. And when people click articles, if you're first, they click in your article like, oh, is this true? And then once it's validated, it brings some validation to you because then everybody's like, oh, see, they must know something. Tom Brady retired. There's probably a bonus. ESPN probably gives them a bonus, you know. Mm -hmm. They They probably give them a bonus per article, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised at that. Yeah, I think it was a little classless. Like, if you know he's going to retire... The least you can do is hold on to it until he does the Instagram post. Exactly. Or, or, or even be, or even before the Instagram post, like wait until you get like reinformation from his uh, agent or something. You could wait a little bit, but then at the same time, someone else is not going to have any class either, and they're going to beat you. So it's I see both sides. Yeah, and you could talk to Tom Brady if you got a. You can talk to him and be like, like, hey, you know, can I get an interview with you? And you announce it on my on the spot there or mm-hmm. something like that. But just he he wasn't allowed to do it. It kind of it kind of took it a little bit, and now that, that that's the fucked up. I mean, the sad part about it. Oh, you can cuss. I don't care. There's uh, no. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's the fucked up part about it. <laughs> oh no, it's explicit. You can cuss if you want. I don't care. Uh, but no, man. And so this has been awesome. Now, of course, we're going to end with Jaguar talk. It wouldn't be us, right, if we didn't talk exactly. about the Jags. <laughs> Screw everybody else listening in to other, with other teams, you know? I know. The, the Bengal fans are going to be somewhat happy. You but know, then all my love here. But then all my clicks just went down if I keep that soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> Screw them. Hey, hey, stop, stop listening to us if you're offended by this. No, man. So, what do you think about um, Trevor Lawrence? You know, how do you think he, his uh, his season went? Do you think he improved as the season went along, or what? It's remained to be seen. I feel like he made improvement, but honestly, the coaching staff failed him more than he failed himself. Mm-hmm. I felt like some of the throws I saw, it, he's there. He has it. Mm-hmm. It's the organization that has that failed him this rookie year. <laughs> and this Doug Peterson hire, mm-hmm. I know I, I was a fan of Brian Leftwich, Pep Hamilton, um, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. I wanted one of those. Anybody that's mm-hmm. McVay boy, I wanted because all McVay boys are winning games. Right. So I just figured, hey, why not get one of them? Well, I think that, you know, obviously this whole diversity thing, it needs to improve. Like, there's no excuse for only one. There's literally no excuse considering like 70% or more are, you know, African American. So there's no, there's no excuse for it right. being that. There's no excuse for it being that low. So, but at the same time, it's like, are the, are these rumors true that, that Byron Lefwich had an ultimatum? Well, if you're con, I mean, it's probably overblown. It was probably media looking for a scapegoat. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I would have been all about Byron bringing his own guy. Wilson was a good player for the Cardinals. I would have been all for it, you yep. know? But I was kind of like, I was excited because I, I had a, I was a Byron guy. I had his jersey. I had his jersey. I, I was a huge Byron guy. Yeah, did you? I had it. I got his jersey. Um, like my buddy got it for me. My friends got it for me. Um, what people don't realize is he actually made the. I think he took us to the playoffs in two thousand three. Yeah. So he, was, he wasn't a bad quarterback. And we were actually good in the in the early two. Well, in the two thousands, we had a couple good years. Of course, two thousand seven, but. Um, I think he went twelve and four. Uh, and he 07. lost to the Patriots. Uh, 07, pretty sure we went twelve and four. It was another year. It was. It was oh wait. Year. It was around that. It was around that time frame. Because it was oh three. Oh seven. I believe it was oh seven. Okay. Talking about the run, you're talking about Garrard went for it on fourth, and we got the first down. 
Not that season. It was another season before that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe been yeah. 2005. I think so. That yeah, was a great so, Yeah, so um, talk about um, how long you've been a Jaguar fan. I've been a Jaguar fan um, actually since Byron Leftwich. Yeah, Byron ironic. Leftwich and um, Jimmy Smith are the reason I became a Jags fan. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the debate between Mark Brunel and Fred Taylor as the who do you think is the greatest Jaguar of all time? My greatest, the greatest Jaguar of all time to me is Jimmy Smith. Or not, or Fred and um, Boselli. Fred and Boselli is who I'm thinking oh, of. Well, Tony was on top of his game. Um, oh, that's tough. He was the reason Lyman got paid. Yeah, yeah. He's the but, very reason Lyman got paid. Yeah, Boselli's. Boselli should get in the Hall of Fame this year. I am so waiting for him to get in the Hall of Fame. I was going to buy my ticket when he was a finalist last year because mm-hmm. I thought that was the opportunity they were going to finally give it to him. And they led – who did they let in the Hall of Fame? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was some – I think the, one of the Colts running backs or something last year got in. Edrin James? Edwin James? And I was like, <laughs> Probably. wait a minute. I, I, I remember Edrin. God, yeah. I, was not, good. I have nightmares about how he ran all over us. Oh, my God. He he <laughs> – he made he made it wasn't just Peyton Manning that destroyed the Jags. It was Edron James. The whole crew destroyed us. Yes. <laughs> you know. But uh yeah, I think Jimmy Smith's my my pick for greatest Jaguar of all time. And I would put Vaselli a second and then Fred third. I probably would um it would be Jimmy, I go Fred, and then I would go Vaselli. And then I got I- and then I got Jones Drew up there. But uh yeah, so uh, what's your prediction on the Jaguars' record next year? Do you think that they get the 500, or do you think that's ambitious? I think they win six games. I think they can win six games next year because I trust Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was a great hire. You know, he won Super Bowl, like we were saying, and um, hopefully they'll let him bring his own staff and bulky, God, the fire bulky in the clown town. <laughs> uh, that whole thing was a sli- uh, sideshow. Did you watch that game? Yes, and I watched it. The clowns. Best, yeah, the best Jaguar <laughs> all season. I know. I, we, I was, we won. Yeah, get it. I was thinking in my head, like, I wish the fans wore clowns all year because they oh. might have played better. I went to the bar. I was all alone, and I didn't even care. I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's go. But uh, Andre, this has been awesome, and uh, I'm glad that we could stay friends over the years, man. Virtually, of course. Yes. Virtually, of course. Yes, of course. I will be making my way to the J- Jacksonville sometime. This oh, year. we have to link up. We'll have to link Most up. Definitely, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a good five hours away, so maybe I'll have to make that jaunt, you know? Okay. <laughs> what game are you thinking? I'm thinking about Dallas. See, the, I was going to do the Philly game, but the Philly game is in Philly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to do that game. It's just going to be you, family trip, or what? Just me. Just you, huh? Yeah, well, thinking- you're in Cleveland, right? Yes. So tell the story on why you're not a Browns fan. <laughs> what's, up, what's up with that? What's up with that? I have a suit. My, one of my friends are a super Browns fan. I'm <laughs> they- a super Browns fan. And he asked me that same question. Yeah. And, and, and what's your answer? <laughs> my answer was, now this was 99. This was before the, the Browns in Cleveland was coming back. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have football for a couple years. When I started watching football, there was no Browns team. Mm-hmm. So there, you know, you just you just watched all the games, mm-hmm. and the Browns were coming back. And I'm little, and I'm like, yeah, the Browns are coming back, yeah, you know. And people talking about, oh, yeah, when the Browns come back, this, that, and the third. I went to the celebration for them coming out, and I wanted a game ball because they were handing out game ball. So Jim Brown looked at me, said, "I'm going to give you a game ball," and he never gave me a game ball. 
Mm. And I took it some type of way because in Cleveland, Jim Brown is like, you can't like that. That man is on his own, like because he was the last person to deliver a championship. So, I mean, before LeBron James. So, (laughs) yeah, Jim Brown is held really in high regard. Yeah, he probably is considered the GOAT. Yeah. He's he's up there. <laughs> there, I mean, not not. I'm not talking about like nationally, but I, I mean, I, I bet in Ohio they all think he's like God or something. They and have the, a, it's like it's a good respect for him. The way like, he ran over people was like nuts, man. Back in the day, yes. And <laughs> he was a he was ahead of his time. So tell everybody about your podcast, man. All right, um, the JJC podcast. We're on once a week. Have a website, Jacksonville Jaguars Country, all Jaguars, and we keep it a hundred percent honest and real. <laughs> no media fluff. If a player mm-hmm. sucks, we say it. If a coaching staff sucks, we say it. I feel a lot of times people tiptoe around stuff. Mm-hmm. And the media sometimes doesn't ask the right questions. And at the JJC, we ask those questions. We deliver those answers. We write about those answers. We write about the thoughts of what we saw about the team. Mm-hmm. In an honest uh, in an honest and one hundred percent no filter. Yeah. I listen. It's it's just you, right? Yes, it's just me. Um I have guests on. Me. Yes, <laughs> I was... you of course. Yeah. We had a great episode. A lot of people told me they loved that episode. They said that it was like <laughs> a conversation at a bar between fans. Yeah, I liked it. I, I appreciate you having me on, you know? <laughs> Man, listen, I loved it. Yeah. Well, you know you, you know how I think about you, Andre. I think you're awesome. I and, think you uh, are too, man. And I'm yeah. glad we could, I'm glad we could, uh, like I said, I'm glad we could stay friends, man. And, you know, when we meet, I'll, it'll be the round will be on me. So. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you drink? Are you a drinking guy? Um, I no longer drink. Oh no! Well then, well then it'll be like it'll be something, you know, coffee or something. Yeah, it'll be water. (laughs) Are you not a coffee guy either? I'm a tea. Oh, tea! You'd be good in like England, man. Go over there and you know, tea and crumpets. You know, (laughs) that sounds good too. That sounds real good. (laughs) Are you in the? Are you in the? Are you into the other kind of football? Soccer. The what? Soccer. Soccer. That's the other kind of football. Nah, (laughs) I, I watch the World Cup when it comes on. Yeah. But that's about it. And I like the FIFA video game. <laughs> oh man, we we could talk about we could talk another ten minutes about that video game, man. I was always Germany. Uh, <laughs> unstoppable. Germany. I was Germany, man. I, I didn't care, bro. I would like kill people in that game. <laughs> I would like I would literally stay up and like usually it was it was just me against the computer and I would waste twelve hours of my day sometimes just like wanting to beat beat it on like hard level. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sleep until I beat this shit. Oh man, good times, man. And you could actually slide tackle and like injure people in that game. Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, like there there's no uh no holds barred in some of those games. <laughs> they're, they're so exciting. Yeah, man. Thanks again for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate and, uh, it very, very, very much. And Duval. <laughs> I got to say Jack's country. Hi, right, man. Thank you, man, again. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, that's it. I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl this Sunday. Should be a good game. Once again, I would like to thank Andre Moultrie for coming on the podcast today. And I want to thank you for listening and hopefully subscribing to the podcast wherever you get them. iTunes, Spotify, we're on them all. There is no Instagram trivia results this week. I will continue them at a later date to be continued. Um, Please 
Follow us on Twitter at CynicalSensibly, Instagram SensiblyCynicalPod, and please follow our Facebook page. And breaking news, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, I am now on TikTok. Check it out. Sensibly Cynical is the handle. Um, I'm going to attempt to do videos. I am very, very bad at this. I just started and uh, it's already giving me a hard time. TikTok one, Sean zero. Take care, everybody.